I get my nom, nom, nom on with the my top chicks and we will eat on, eat on the weekly dish. second helpings of the weekly dish podcast i'm stephanie hansen i'm stephanie march and we are here talking about the chinese new year stephanie it is the chinese new year it is the year of the pig you guys you're my facts person what actually is the chinese new year and does it last more than one day no i mean it's just like new year's eve it's just another calendar term Got you know it. what i mean like it's like it's the calendar turning they have a different calendar the china you know the the ancient chinese calendar is different than ours um, is it February 5th? It is February 5th this year. Okay. And it is uh, celebrated by more than 20% of the world. Um, it's the most important one. It's also known as the Spring Festival in a lot of uh, places. You'll hear it be, being called, in China, you'll hear it being called, I'm going to say it wrong, but it's like Chunji. Okay. And it's the Spring Festival, and it's still very wintry, but it marks the end of the coldest days. Kind of that's how the cycle kind of came yeah, out. Yeah, almost like the solstice for them, maybe, yeah, too. Yeah, it is a little bit more like that. It's not as it's not as hard and fast on, you know, that kind of like the date thing. Yep. Um, but it, it's also a lunar new year because countries like North and South Korea uh, celebrate it as well. So it's not just Chinese, you know. Um, but there is no date. Like we were saying, it's a, it's a, it's a calendar. Um, it lasts... It says, according to the lunar calendar, the spring festival is on January 1st and lasts until the 15th, the full moon. Um, but they try to calculate it. The, the new year ranges from January 21st to February 20th in 2019 because it's all about the phases of the moon. That's cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I like I like festivals and things that happen around yeah. like natural nature cycles. Yeah. I always like the solstice because of that. Yeah. It sort of makes sense to you in yeah. some way, even though it's like we're all very based in our logic and data and everything else. There's something sort of spiritual about it. And it's spiritual in the way that like 2000 years ago, you know, that if they were on the shortest day of the year, it probably felt different than on the longest yes. day, too. You know what I mean? Oh, we're not God, doing yeah. things that different. Yeah. No. Yeah. We we're everything is supported in our life. Yeah. You by know? the cycles of nature. Mm-hmm. And it also is it's. um comforting but you know nature is sort of can be wild and wicked but it's also kind of predictable too yeah you yeah. know the sun is going to rise every morning and you know the sun is going to set yes totally i love that well and in fact this was it was originally uh, a ceremonial day to pray for the gods for good planting and harvest so that was kind of part of the agrarian society harvest was everything obviously and they played to they prayed to their ancestors um and uh to fight off monsters oh i like the monsters. i know right there's a, there's a totally thing about New Year's Eve uh, where there is a monster named Neon that would come and it would hide in their homes. And there's a sort of a legend about one boy who was brave enough to fight him off using firecrackers. And the next day the people celebrated and that's why they celebrate with firecrackers. Oh, that's cool. Right. Now tell me, you mentioned that it's like the year of the pig or you're a pig and I know I'm a monkey. Is that like Zodiac signs, but they're just described as animals? Yeah. I mean, it is, it is kind of the Zodiac, but it is, uh, it's definitely every year there's a different one. I think we were the monkey last year, weren't we? Or we were the rooster last year. So the monkey year, this is kind of interesting, was 2016. Okay. If you think about that and about the chaos and that's monkey is about chaos. Okay, and, and so, I know isn't Donald Trump a Gemini? I don't I'm know a about Gemini, that. and I think he might be. I don't know about that. 
But I do know that the 20, but I mean, the Gemini isn't the same as the year. You know what I mean? Like, cause you could be, there's many ages of Gemini's. There's something I think though about the Gemini and the monkey, but maybe I'm oh, wrong. Oh, I don't know. Um, but, uh, the, the idea is that, uh, yeah, the monkey is supposed to be, I remember reading that the monkey was really about throwing everything into chaos and upsetting things, which was so funny when it all happened. And I was like, yeah, Donald Trump's a Gemini just for the record. June 14th is his birthday. We got that going for us. Um, and then there's, uh, but then it was the year of the rooster after that, I think. And the rooster is supposed to be the one that sort of brings it, uh, kind of calms the chaos down. Okay. And I think sort of like takes things and sort of, you know, starts threading things through. And then the year of the pig, I think is supposed to be about stability. Um, I could be totally wrong about that. And all these things are sort of cyclical. Yeah. Pigs have a beautiful personality and are blessed with good fortune. Um, they say see. what? It's, they have what? That they have uh, pig are associated with earthly, earthly things. There, okay, Their right. chubby faces and big ears are a sign of fortune. Mm-hmm. Um, pigs might not stand out in a crowd, but they're very realistic. Oh, others maybe all talk and no action. Uh, but pigs are the opposite. So pigs are not wasteful spenders. They will let themselves enjoy life. They love entertainment and will occasionally treat themselves. They can be materialistic, but it's motivational for them. Right. Um, They're energetic, enthusiastic, and if given the chance, they will take positions of power and status. They believe that only those people have the right to speak, and that's what they want, Hmm. people with power and status. Oh, okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, I believe, yeah, so if you're 1971, if you were born in 71 like me, that is, this is your year. Women born in the pig year are uh-huh. full of excitement. They oh. attend social events whenever Ooh, possible true. and treat everyone genuinely. Combined with their easygoing personality, they gain everyone's trust. However, you can sometimes be over-friendly, and in your excitement, you can forget to give others personal space. Huh. But you're German, too, so yes. that's going to counteract a, any I don't of that. Really, yeah, I don't really crowd into people's personal spaces that often. Uh, at home, you're highly organized. If the room is messy, you'd stay up the entire night to clean it. That does not seem that like you so either. That is so not me. Oh, <laughs> my God. But these women love children. Playing with children is one True. of the things that brings them the greatest joy. That is you. Yes. You are that. compatible with tigers, rabbits, and goats. And you are least compatible with the monkey, which would be me. Oh. And the snake. That's we have clashing funny. personalities and are the least compatible we have biases against each other, and we can't compromise. That's not true. We compromise all Our the time. Our relationship is full of tension. Uh, we just, before this, you guys should know we had a very spirited argument that should not be ever put on air. <laughs> we, we it debate, wasn't an argument. It yeah, was a good we debate. talk about things a lot, very in-depth. Yes, and I appreciate that out of you. And you know what it is? It's because I can. Because I know that sure. you and I can have a difference of an opinion. You guys, this is the rarest thing that I just want to share with you. It's my favorite thing about Stephanie Hansen. Is that I can have a discussion with you and we can have full beliefs that are separate and totally on their own. And we love each other no matter what. And it doesn't feel personal. When someone said to me, I put something up and it was sort of a little bit of a thing about, you know, something political. And she's like, "Mm, you know, don't spread the hate. Unfollow. And she unfollowed me. And I was like, well, that's fine. But it wasn't hate. It was anger. Like anger is separate from hate. And I also think that disagreement is separate from hate. And when you disagree with someone these days, everyone says, oh, it's all the hate you're putting out there. I'm like, can we have a moment where we can have different thoughts and be different people and not hate each other? What is interesting about that thought, though, 
There are very few people in my life that I do that with. Really? I know. Me too. I do it with you. Yep. I can't really... I can disagree with my husband, but that always feels very personal when we get a little too far into it. Yeah. I can get really emphatic about things with you and really totally disagree, but I don't feel at all personal about it with you. I don't either. That is kind of a gift. It is a gift. My friend Sarah and I can do that too. Like... But it's a complete and utter trust. Yeah. Really. You're right. Because I don't walk away from any of those interactions thinking you're out to get me or nope. you're trying to hurt my feelings or you don't understand me. Or and we've you don't... had, we've had like a schisms where we've had things sure. where we're like, you know, and then we have to come back and we fix it. But maybe that has built our foundation for like, we can disagree about something. We can get deep into the reasons for it. And it's never you're wrong and I'm right. It's always about kind of exploring how I feel and what I feel. Well, and I think you're really good about trying to understand. And you do this thing that they taught you to, they taught us to do in therapy, and I'm not good at it, where you're like, let me understand. Yeah. And you like reframe what I'm it is I'm saying. I'm trying to see where you're coming from. Because I always change. I'm like mercurial. It's like putting <laughs> your finger down in mercury. And as soon as you start to make sense this way, I move over to the left. Yeah. Or to the right. Or yeah. I know. I, because I get. The honest truth is I get kind of confused in my own arguments. <laughs> well, you know why? Because you are ultimately super feeling and you have these feelings and maybe I'm trying to, and this is the German in me and my mother for sure, trying to take the feelings and root them to something so that I can understand. Yeah, I'm and not you're, great at and that. And you're up here having, you're like, but I feel this and this, which is totally possible. But for me to like figure it out, I need to find a way through. Yeah. Yeah, we should be married, basically, because like we would be a great married couple because we totally get it now. We figured out how to fight and still love each other. Oh, yeah. My husband and I are terrible at fighting. Yeah. Well, I, he's a withholder. Yeah. He just when I have crossed whatever line I've crossed, he just stops, shuts down and stops talking. You know what? You know, what's really interesting. That's awful to me. That's horrible. And that's actually I don't do that with you because you have given me a past that I can because a lot of people I stop arguing because I'm like, this is going to go somewhere really bad. And or I've already pissed them off or there's and I and I put myself second and I go away from it because I'm like, fine. But for you, I know we are both in a safe space. Yeah. Uh, And I like I I like arguing. Yeah, you do. I like conflict. I feel like like you get to the other side and you understand someone and it feels better. And even if you agree to disagree, you've been enlightened about a way that someone thinks that's different than you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what's missing in the world. Like we don't all have to come together. What looks like facts to me are different than your facts sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like fake news. If I never hear that word again, I'll be so happy because all fake news is is really the lens with which you see something to align to your previous beliefs, right? Some, yeah. I mean, there's definitely lies. There's, lies. there's things that did not happen that they're saying happened, but there are perspectives that people label fake news, and they're not. They're and just a perspective. Fact, a fact. Like you can say this banana is yellow, yeah. and that's a fact. Right. But how that banana got to be yellow or what the cycle of the banana yellowing. I, this is a terrible example. This is example. a bad example. How about this? There's a boy who yelled at a girl and that happened. Now, did the girl threaten his life first or did he, is he abusing her? Like we, those, why is the boy yelling? Why is the boy yelling? Who is the girl? Who is the boy? What's the circumstances around it? You're totally describing what happened last week in the picture with the kid from Covington or Cov- Covington Catholic, Nathan I can't remember his last name. Phillips. And the other guy, the Native American Vietnam vet. Nathan Phillips is the, the vet. Vietnam okay. Vet, yeah. uh, it's really interesting. And we're not going to talk political here. Yeah, but I would 
it was so fascinating to see that whole story cycle around in the span of like 48 hours. Yeah. Really interesting. And what it really came down to for me, because I have beliefs about what happened. I'm sure you have beliefs. Everybody does. What I came away from that whole thing was we almost all heard the narratives that we wanted to hear. And we saw the narratives that we think we wanted to see. Mm-hmm. What we thought, we took that Rosarch test or, and we made that in our mind. Mm-hmm. And no one's going to change anyone's point of views on it. Which is a little sad because, again, that's that point where you are rooted in a, in a belief system that can't then ask questions. And there's no gray. Because you and I, I ask questions. Like, yeah. I want to know why you feel that. I want to kind of come to an understanding of it. Will that change my perspective? No. It may not, but it definitely helps me see bigger picture things. And maybe I've learned something from it so that the next time something like it happens or whatever, I think that's the hardest part for me is that it's, it turns into a thing where you stop, you stop learning. As and you are so away, protecting yourself. I go away from that altercation or that confrontation or that discussion and I may not have changed my viewpoint, but I think about your viewpoint. Yes, we both do this. Yeah. We text each other later being like, I've been thinking about what you said. And I was so wrong. Yeah, we've done that totally. <laughs> God, you guys, I don't know. I think I would just love to hear some feedback if you guys are tired of us, like basically breaking ourselves down every podcast from we start with food and then we get into this whole thing of our psychologies. But I think that's part of it. That's part of what food is, maybe, is, is. when you take time to spend to get together. Like, we started I'm, talking I'm about the Chinese New Year. It. We're just saying, how are you feeling about it? You can always weigh in on any of the stuff that we discuss. We're both on Twitter, uh, yeah. at Stephanie March. I'm at Stephanie's Dish. Twitter is a good way to have a conversation. You can email us privately yeah. or you can send Facebook us Messenger. We have just a Facebook page for Weekly Dish. If you dish. feel like you want to unfollow, because just go ahead and do it. You don't have to tell me that I'm, you know, I'm a bad person and you're going to unfollow me. That's okay. Hey, I just want to let you know also quickly, on February 5th, which is the Chinese New Year, the uh, it is superstitious. It is forbidden to sweep or clean. So, or, Oh, you're fine. Because all your good fortune <laughs> will be swept away. So I just want you guys to give yourself that break on the... Oh, that's so funny. Give yourself a break. Don't sweep or clean because your good fortune is resting around you. What do we eat on Chinese New Year? Like, are you supposed to eat, like, specific things? Um... Like, it's, there's there's definitely feasts, you know, the and the feast would happen on the 4th, which I believe is a Monday. It is. Is it Super Bowl Sunday is the 3rd, right? Yep. And so then this will, so Chinese then the New Chinese New Year's Monday. Eve will be the 4th, that Monday. And then the 5th is a lunar something. Oh. Lunar moon or something. But that's because that's the beginning yeah. of the year. Because I so, had a dinner date that night and I was like, oh, it's on my calendar is the lunar moon or something. Yeah. Um. So here, Chinese New Year's dishes, just to kind of get back around and what we're talking about. Um, spring rolls. Oh, I love a good spring roll. Yep, they're actually... Do you have your favorite spring roll place? No. Uh-uh. I like the spring rolls them? at Ice Saigon, but I like no. them at Bona, too. I don't... Honestly, I don't feel like I have, like, a bead on what makes a great spring spring roll versus a not great. I mean, I feel like they're all kind of relatively... The same. The same. Yeah, unless they're bad, and then they're just bad. And then they're just bad, right? Um, by the way, during the Jin Dynasty, people would arrange spring rolls and vegetables together on a plate, and it was called the spring platter. And it would be during the spring festival, emperors would award officials with spring platters. Oh, I like it. Isn't that great? Yeah. Each platter is said to have been worth thousands of dollars or thousands. Um, dumplings, which I am down for. Do you know? <laughs> More dumplings, please. I spent some time with my daughter on vacation over the holidays, and I was asking her, like, well, what do you guys make for in your apartment? Yeah. They make dumplings they all do. the time. 
Like she buys them or she no, makes them? No, they make their like own dough. Like they get dough. the wrappers or they make their own dough and stuff they, Yes. I'm Jeez. like, how have I never had dumplings? Please make those for me. Yeah. Invite me over on a Sunday. We'll have her do a dumpling party and I'll have you come over. Let's do it. I'm in. I'm in. Noodles. So you can go ahead and get your ramen or do your uh, udon or Yum. do whatever you want to do for those because those are, uh, in the beginning, they were called soup pancakes and people would tear the dough into little pieces and throw them into a pot. And it was in the Tang Dynasty when people began rolling them into the noodle shape we know today. Have you been to a Cheeto ramen that is next to I Saigon, IFA? In St. Paul? Yes. No. It's good. Is it? Yes. Okay. It's, Kurt said it's like, because he likes, um, what's the other one over by Jay Selby's? Um, oh, Tori Ramen's Yeah, favorite. he likes Tori Ramen. He's, My two ramens are Zenbox and Tori. Okay. He likes Zenbox and he likes Tori Ramen, but he also likes this place, so you should check Cheeto. it out. Hmm. Um, that's a really good idea. By the way, if you're, if you're thinking about noodles and you know, you can put whatever you want in your noodles, but here's some things you could put in eggs, which is for big and healthy families, lobster, which will kind of give you the, these are things that sort of forebode. They're like lucky for the next year. Okay. If you put in lobster, it's endless money rolling in. Oh, let's do that. Let's do that one. Shrimp, fortune and wealth, uh, roasted pig sort of gives you uh, a harbinger of peace. Duck is for loyalty. If you're looking for loyalty. If you're looking for longevity, peaches, but I'm not putting that in my ramen. Um, <laughs> tofu, happiness, and fortune for the entire family. I like that. Okay, so tofu. Yeah, that's so mapo tofu. Fish is surplus and wealth. You can eat steamed fish. You can eat stew or stewed chicken or steamed chicken. The whole chicken is another symbol of family. So that's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, chicken soup was the first meal of the new year in Hubei. It is the wish for peace. Huh. Main workers of the uh, the main workers of the family should eat chicken feet, also called phoenix claws. Oh, I like phoenix claws. Yeah, they sell those in different Chinese restaurants around <sighs> town. And then these little things called ningao, which are rice cakes and uh, or New Year's cakes, and they are a must. They say for the Chinese New Year. All you right, don't know if you have to go find ningao, I might try to find those for you. Where would you like? We talked about I like Tea House um, a lot as a Chinese restaurant. Like, do you have some favorite Chinese restaurants? I like David Fong's in Bloomington because I have taste memories of being a kid going yeah, there. I only went once and I can't say that I loved it. I love the experience. I didn't love the food. Like, I, it would be hard for me to like pass up other Chinese restaurants to go there. Right. But I, I. But the experience in and of itself is amazing. So you have to do that. You know, Mandarin Kitchen for dim sum is one of those things that's that in I've Richfield, loved. Right? That's in Bloomington. Yep. Um. And I guess for me... I do like Mandarin Kitchen. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. I think Tea House has kind of been my favorite. Yeah. I like it too. And because it's actually... In, I go to the original one in Plymouth more often than I do the one here because uh-huh. it's kind of close. We were just talking about how we have some sad Chinese, you know, kind of like delivery. A woman took over our favorite delivery spot out by us and she's just not a good cook. How about Great Wall? That's great. That's great. At 50th. And we cannot forget... Rainbow. The most amazing woman, Tammy Wong, and Rainbow Chinese. Yeah. Rainbow is lovely. It's just just really fun place to go, and it's got a lot of good vibes. I lament that I don't get there more often because it's not really close to me, and I used to just, oh, I love that place. Yeah. 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 Turnip cakes at Rainbow Chinese. Yum. But if you don't want to, I mean, I think you can sort of, you know, again, like we're saying, there's South Korean and North Korean people. They all celebrate the the Lunar New Year. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to limit it to just, you know, Chinese, but... um, yeah, you can. There's definitely a lot of like good Southeast Asians. In fact, I would go to Lat 14 and maybe see what kind of good stuff they're doing. I wonder if she's doing something for the Chinese. You talked about that she had some amazing chicken wings that chicken you really wings liked. Are, like, in my top five now, for sure. 
Top five. Okay, who's your t- other top five chicken wings? Uh, so lap 14, Monte Carlo. Yeah. Uh, Psycho Susie's. Yep. Um, I don't know. Like, that's what I got right now. Oh, I, I mean, Lynn 65. I really, really like theirs. Um, One more. Yeah, I don't know. Those are kind of my mains. How about a buff- Oh, Bunnies. Okay. Bunnies, which has the king of wings seasoning, but Bunnies. All right. Top five wings. All right, King. Yeah. That's about it. We are the Second Helpings podcast. We try to drop every Wednesday, but that's a little bit fluid depending on what's happening. So uh, check it out. Subscribe. Tell your friends. We'll see you next week. Okay.